Anyway, our guest in the studio to kick things off is our old pal, uh, Pete the Vet Wetterburn. Pete, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, it is Spay Awareness Week, uh, for people who aren't aware of that. Uh, what is Spay Awareness Week? Well, basically, um, there's a massive problem in Ireland with the overproduction of dogs and cats. Mm. What that means is that at Irish dog pounds, there's nearly 4,000 dogs put down every year just because they're not wanted. And um, that's down a lot from the past, but it's still way too many. A country of similar size and population like Scotland puts down something like 500 a year. So we're, we're nearly 4,000. It's much too bad. Crikey, yeah. And the main issue here is just the overproduction. People don't think about getting their dogs and cats spayed and neutered until it's too late. And it's estimated that 50% of dog pregnancies are unplanned. <laughs> <laughs> you mean there are, though? <laughs> Half of them with a the dog and cat. The dog sit down and they go, you know, we've reached that point. <laughs> what, cats are even more afforded. Cats are even more irresponsible. Cats, it's 85% of cats don't plan their pregnancies, isn't that right, shocking? That's appalling. Well, how, how does one, in the animal world, how do you classify a planned pregnancy? Well, basically what that means is the, is the owners, yes. the owners do the planning, all right? Yes. So the owners, I mean, you, you know, um, you shouldn't just let your dog have or your cat have have offspring accidentally. Yeah. You should, if, you, if you're determined to do that, then you should do it properly and plan mm. it. Um, but not many people do that. Most people just kind of let nature take its course, and they think that's okay. But it's not okay because there's too many pups and kittens produced. So the Spay Aware campaign, which has really been done through our website, spayaware.ie, and a very, very active Facebook page, it's all about convincing people that look the best things to do for your pet's health as well as for the to, to limit the number of dogs having to be killed in Ireland every year is to get them spayed or neutered when they're young, before breeding, before breeding age. So that's kind of four to six right. months Right, okay, yeah. If... Because if, if, I, I, I've heard it's probably an old wives' tale sort of thing that you should let them have a litter and then spay uh, them. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the reasons we have this campaign is to stop those old myths, to tell people look, those things aren't true. Um, they don't have to have a litter. They, they have no sense of fulfilment from having had offspring. <laughs> yes. That doesn't work with dogs and cats. Um, they, they just get on with life day by day. They don't dwell on their offspring and how well they're doing and their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren and the great-grandchildren, whatever. They don't do that, okay? Um, so you don't need to do it for that reason. You don't need to let them have pups. As well as that, they don't get fat and lazy once they've been spayed or neutered. Everybody thinks you're somehow going to destroy an animal. Yeah. It's not true. They're identical. Um, my own dogs and cats have all been done when they were very, very young indeed. And anybody who's seen them on TV3, Iron AM, will know that those are very fit, lean and healthy animals. And, you know, there's no reason not to do it. Also, it prevents certain cancers and other illnesses. So, you know, like, for example... How does it? Well, breast cancer or mammary cancer, as it's known in the dog world, mm. is the most common cancer to affect... Um, older females. Up to 70% of females who aren't spayed will get that cancer. If they're spayed when they're young, as in around six months of age, the instance of that cancer is reduced to almost nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's another strong reason to spay and neuter. Right, okay. So that's... Mm. uh, And how much does it cost to get it done? Well, it varies. It depends on how big your animal, whether it's a dog or a cat or a male or a female, but really it's somewhere between 100 and 250 euro probably. But people should budget for that when they get their pet. You know, it's it's kind of predictable. You're going to have to do it. So Mm. just in the same way as you you don't get a car without thinking about your, your motor insurance and your motor tax... Don't get a pet without thinking about that cost at some stage. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, something else uh, I do want to talk about because it is that time of the year when, uh, uh, especially for people who've just got a pet, a dog or a cat, and mm. then they realise it's like having a child in terms of going on holidays, mm. that they either bring it with them uh, or 
put the dog or cat someplace and that can be expensive and uh, it can be problematical uh, it, for people. It, 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 it's actually a reason why some people don't go on holiday for a decade or more because they don't know what to, they, they can't think of what to do with their besotted pet. Mm. So um, there's a new idea. I mean, the standard thing, obviously, is dog a boarding kennel. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they're okay. Are they? A, a good quality one is fine. Mm. I, I suppose there will be some issues, as in, um, you know, you don't have to be licensed to a boarding kennel in this country. So it's the, the buyer has to beware. You have to kind of check the place out yourself and make mm. sure that it's up to scratch, um, and maybe do a trial weekend first of all. Um, the best boarding kennels do get very, very booked out in the summer months. So that's a problem as well if you move mm. a little too late. Um, but some people don't like the idea of sending their pet to boarding kennels because they kind of feel, well, my, my pet is used to having his own armchair and sitting in front of the TV beside me and he's used to trotting backwards and forwards between the kitchen and the living room and whatever, the bedroom, and they, they do their own lives. And suddenly you stick them into a wee cage mm. and that's a massive change of, of lifestyle for them. And people don't like that idea. Yeah. So um, there's a... a bunch of lads in Dunleary have set up a really interesting website called housemydog.com or housemydog.com. Mm. And basically, if you go there, um, you can find a pet sitter in your area. And that is somebody who will take your pet into their home and let your, your, your dog enjoy the lifestyle to which it's become accustomed. So you, you can carry okay. on living in the kitchen, living room, bedroom, doing whatever it wants to do. Um, and I, I think it's a, it's a really interesting idea. They're running it across UK as well as Ireland. So it's quite a, a big scale thing. Mm. And um, I think... Well, it makes sense, though. The, the, the people who are on the way, are they accredited in any way or vetted in any way? Well, pardon the pun, vetted <laughs> in any way. Um, what they do is they, they, do a, they interview the people before they allow them to sign up with the website. So mm. they make sure they've got you know, reasonable cop on and reasonable mm. experience of pets. Yeah. But as well as that, they really suggest that you meet the people, meet the proposed pet sitter first, and you go and you know have a chat to them and let, let your pet meet them and have a, maybe a trial few hours with the other person just to make sure they're getting on well. And you know, uh, as well as that, like a lot of these uh, modern websites like Airbnb and so on, they have a sort of review system so that once you've used this pet sitter and you said, yeah, that was a good experience, I'm happy with that, you put your review online, and it means that can then reassure other people in the future that this pet sitter's, pet sitter's a really um, sound person who mm. loves animals and who will give your pet a good time, do you know? Right, okay, but can, well, can you tell, really, in a way, when you get the pet back? Because obviously they can't tell you, they're not on TripAdvisor. I, I, I think, uh, well, obviously they can't tell you what happened, mm. but I think you can tell from the way an animal's interacting with another person. Yeah. You know, if they're straining at the leash to get back to you, looking fearfully back at that person, while well, you're kind of going to go, well, that maybe wasn't such a good experience for them. If, on the other hand, they don't really want to see you and they would much rather stay with the, their new friend, then you can presume that their dog's had a good time. Yeah. Know? That was, yeah, well, he's no longer with us now, but a family pet we had, we used to book him into the doggy hotel, as we mm. called it. Uh, and he was always leery going, but when he came back, uh, you see, it was like he had a good time. And there was almost a sense of, now I realise how, how bad for, badly treated I was by you lot. <laughs> that place is luxury. <laughs> so there was all these kind of looks of recrimination. Just send me back there. Right, we do have to take a commercial break. We'll chat more with uh, Pete after this. Pete Wedderburn uh, is still with us. Uh, we were talking about uh, the fact that it is Spay Awareness Week and uh, there are so many unwanted uh, puppies, particularly uh, born in Ireland. Uh, the One uh, texter says, I got my dog spayed. She had to wear a cone for a week. I called it the cone of shame. <laughs> Mark and Limerick says, my wife had me spayed after our third child. I am now fat and lazy. Also, she doesn't take me on holiday anymore. So there you go. 
uh, in the human world that can happen uh, our dog has been missing for three weeks I've done the usual search in the pounds Facebook and posters is there anything else I can do uh, will I get them home well God knows that but I suppose that that while it's very sad that's an argument for getting your dog chipped because it certainly helps a lot yeah um, th- there is an issue with stolen dogs still and you know there's a lot that can be done if you're prepared to put the, the groundwork in going around uh, talking to different people who've had this sort of experience before um, if they want to contact me on Facebook on the Pete the Vet Facebook page they want to send me a message I can give them a few more tips on what to do yeah uh, according to Jim in Wendon Kennels, mm. uh, boarding kennels now have to be licensed by local authorities and inspected by vets under Breeding Establishment Act for the last two years. So, that if they have more than six bitches who aren't spayed, then that's true. Right. Okay. So there might be smaller kennels. It depends. Operating. I think it's right. a slightly grey area. I think. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now there is a there is a, 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 a during the a commercial break there. Uh, Pete got the old um, iPad out. Are you are you watching home now? You can see there's my two little dogs. Look, yeah. That's them in their in their in their um, basket looking at me. Yeah. And as I as I as I talk here, they can actually hear me. Hello, Kiko. Hello, Finzi. So they're actually looking at me as I'm saying that, mm. and I can watch what they're up to and make sure that they're happy little dogs. Right, so it's kind of a nanny cam for your for your pets. It is. It's called a Samsung Smart Cam, and I think it's a great little gizmo. It's really mm. it's Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, wireless, you know, Wi-Fi yeah. connecting and all that sort of stuff. You literally just plug it in opposite your your pet's living area or sleeping area, and then on your on your iPad or your smartphone, wherever you are, you can just log in and have a wee look and there they are and you can hear them and talk to them right. I think it's a great sort okay, of innovation and, and there's a little spe- obviously and there must be a little speaker in it so that they can hear your voice there is yeah, yeah. like it's not sort of uh, surround sound or anything <laughs> <you know? laughs> hello Kiko <laughs> this is God talking um, does it, but would, a do- would a dog register it as being your voice um, oh definitely oh yeah. for sure I can just tell from the way Kiko's little ears are chirping up that she knows it's me alright right. but um, whether she thinks I'm actually in that little camera thing or not that might be a bit confusing for them poor little devils Uh, someone says I need some advice Uh, we had a beautiful pedigree dog that we had to rehome as we were moving abroad we have since heard that she's being used as a puppy factory locked up all day having one litter after another we know if we report the lady involved she'll know it was us what do you suggest very upset at the thoughts of our gorgeous dog being treated like this well, I wonder how they know that. I, I certainly mm. would report that to the authorities. I, I, I can't really see why you wouldn't report that. Uh, it's I, very wrong. I, I don't know. It, it, it sounds illegal. Mm. Um, it, it sounds a bit mysterious. Uh, it also, well, I don't know. Maybe there's something else about this woman that maybe mm-hmm. isn't just dog factories she's running. Well, well, you see, dog breeding, under the Dog Breeding Establishment Act, is now quite well controlled. But... Um, if people don't have more than six entire bitches, unspayed animals, then they don't qualify for that act. And mm. that means that they can breed away and nobody can stop them at all. Right. OK, so it's a legal grey area then. So it, uh, Less than six yeah. is illegal. Is, is un, is, you're allowed to do that. So I guess what that comes back to is the ownership of the dog. Who owns it? Mm. And, you know, was it stolen from them? Or what was the story with yeah. that? I uh, don't know. Uh, well, no. It seems as if they had to. They just had to have the uh, the dog rehomed, and then and now this woman's using it as a puppy factory. That's really sad. It's unfortunate, all right. Uh, and uh, they may, you know, if, if she legally owns the dog, I don't think there's much that can be done mm. as long as she's in in good in good health. You know, as long as she's not 
being abused in any yeah. way other than just being bred well, from well then yeah well then if it's in that legal grey area even reporting it mightn't do no any you good. can't do anything if if, if if it's her animal she, you, she can breed as often as she wants you know God. that's it that's the, the law covers sort of mass breeding loads of animals but not just two or three do you know right a, a marathon training with a dog yeah well is that a good know, idea it's, it's for the dog i mean it's something which has come in a lot in recent years running with dogs mm. i actually do it myself with little kiko mm. um i attach i've got a little body harness for her it's not so good with a collar because it pulls on their neck then but i've got a body harness um and a piece of bungee type leash you know one of those leashes that stretches as you yeah. run and she then runs beside me or in front of me usually actually mm. um and we go off running together and it's gives her great exercise and it keeps me going too because I've got to try and keep up with her. And, um, yeah, a lot of people do that now. In, they even have races. It's called Canny Cross where you have a, a race with a dog attached. So, you know, you, you're, you're running 5K or 10K and um, this dog is running right beside you. I don't know about marathons. I think marathons of dogs is, is, is a bit more extreme mm. um, because most dogs would be struggling, just like most humans would be struggling to do a marathon, so would most dogs. Yeah. You'd have to look very carefully at what sort of training you're doing. Does it depend on the breed of the dog, how very far they're so. able to run for? Like a Pekingese isn't going to do a marathon very well. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could carry it. Yeah. Well, how long do you run with Kiko for? Uh, up to 10K. Okay. Yeah, that's far enough. Yeah. That's a quarter marathon. Because it seems unfair, because uh, yeah, that's that, 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 what breed is Kiko? She's a, she's small, a terrier. She's, she's a terrier. But small, yeah. small, small little dog. So she is, yeah. you're a big man, and, and yeah. Yeah. poor thing would be knackered. Well, she, she seems, she, her little legs are still running fast <laughs> when we get to the end of it. You know, <laughs> um, she's very good at telling me when she wants to stop, if she, mm. but she never does. She's always happy to keep carrying on, apart from, of course, the necessary toilet breaks. You yes, know, she, of course. Yeah. Um, marathon runners, I understand, sometimes do it on the move, you know, but yeah. dogs don't. Dogs always stop. <laughs> dog, dog, dogs are more polite that way. <laughs> yes. Really. That's, so, but it would be, so would, there, would there be dogs that are better runners than other dogs? For sure. Greyhounds, obviously. Well, not, no, perhaps not. Greyhounds are good at spurts of sprints yeah. and then stopping. But no, a, a good running dog would be something like a Dalmatian because they are, they're designed as coach dogs. Mm. You know, they're designed to run after a horse and carriage for, for mile upon mile. So those dogs could easily run indefinitely really but um, a lot of other dogs a lot of other breeds really wouldn't be up to it you know these sort of long haired dogs they definitely overheat you have to be really careful to make sure you, your dog is happy if you're exercising with them mm-hmm. and I think heat stress is probably the biggest risk um, rather than just getting knackered heat stress happens because um, dogs lose heat by panting and so if it's a warm day uh, you know if the environment is warm around them then they can't lose enough heat because there's not enough differential between their body temperature and the outside world, if you like. Mm. So they just get too hot. And when they get too hot, they, 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 it's not always very obvious to no-no. All the dog does is flops down the ground and pants. And they yeah. kind of think, you lazy dog, get up and walk. Yes. Whereas whereas the dog is actually dying of, of heat stress. So it's it's a big issue. Over-exercising dogs in the middle of the day is not a good thing to do because the muscles generate heat, you see. Mm. And so that makes them even hotter, as well as the sun on the outside of them. There's the muscles inside them, and they just kind of boil. They're just baking themselves. Every year we see dogs dying of overheating. Really, we do. It's you, serious you wouldn't that. think in Ireland, but... It, it happens, happens yeah. yeah. What was that? And Dalmatians are designed to be coach dogs. Yeah, that's right. That's where they came from. From For, for kind of like horse-drawn coaches. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Like 150 years ago or something like that. Right. Yeah. And and what was the point of having a Dalmatian run after a coach? Know, they're elegant and oh, elegant it was just adornment. Oh, decorative. I, I, I presume so. I suppose yeah. maybe there was some sort of guard function as well, you know, yeah. see off. Oh. 
I have, Highway men or something. Uh, I have three St. Bernards weighing 75 to 93 kilograms. I find it very hard to get a sitter. Six years and no holidays. There you go. That's an example. She should try house sitter. No, housemydog.com. She should yeah. try that website and see if she can find a house sitter. Uh, specifically geared for... Somebody who's prepared big. to take those huge animals. Or the other way around it, of course, is to get a pet sitter or a house sitter to your into your house yes there's another yeah. very good website called trustedhousesitters.com and um, you advertise on there and pet people who want to come and mind your house will look there and you know wherever you live somebody somebody else might think that'd be a really fun place to visit mm. and they would come and they'd stay in your house then I actually use that myself going on holidays this year to Greece we're, we're minding somebody else's house in Greece and minding their three dogs and four cats at the same time and, you know, I get to stay there without paying rent and mm. they get their pets looked after by me. Oh, right. OK. So that's, so that's it's, another website. Also, it's not quite the same as a house swap. You just go on holiday, get a free holiday. In. Yeah, that's, that's in Greece with free, free accommodation and they get a free pet sitter. So wow, that, cool. that can work quite well. Uh, finally, somebody texted in to say, can you remind dog owners to clean up after their dogs, please? Yeah, okay. that's a jolly is that good is, idea. Is it, well, yes, but is it a, a big problem? Because you do kind of, I don't know, this it's is just my impression that, that most dog owners are doing that nowadays. Most people do, but st- it's pe- people who who are upset by dog poo, it just takes one dog poo a, a week to really destroy their, their, their enjoyment of the area. Yeah. So, And it's very easy for, if you have a dog off the leash at all, it trots around, you know, 20 yards away, does a little poo you don't notice, and... There you go. Mm. You've made a mistake. So accidents do happen, but I think most pet owners now realise, look, it's my responsibility to pick up after my dog and you just can't head out without having the right gear and, mm. you know, just doing doing the right thing. So when you go jogging with your dog, and I, 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 like 5K in, you're half suddenly you're holding a little plastic bag. I, I, and you... I, I, it happened to me yesterday. I ended up with actually two hands with bags. <laughs> <in them. laughs> it spoiled my run a little bit. <laughs> it so. did, it did. And there's surprisingly few street bins these days. And I did ah. notice that. You know, you'd like to think every few hundred yards you'd find somewhere to put these yokes, but there, there was none, so I had to carry them for most of the run. Very Pete upsetting. Th- <laughs> Pete, thanks for coming into us. Pete Wedderburn there. We'll be back with the news.